All right, thanks for listening to my trial run. This is all new for me. Did I do good? Yeah. <laughs> okay, welcome everybody. I'm so glad you're here. I'm seeing uh, newer faces tonight to me, and I just appreciate you all. We're in such a day, right? So important to gather together and pray. Um, I'm asking you not to be a spectator tonight. Don't be a spectator. The days of being a spectator are all over with. Whether Amen. you're here or online with us tonight, I want you to engage with everything that you have and pray with us and agree with us and glorify God together with us. Um, today's our day. Um, all right, so um, I know that as we, as we gather and pray that God is faithful, that we are going to see his promises come forth and uh, no fear. It's it's. It's going to be good. So tonight we're going to um, start out with some worship, and then we're going to pray and do some worship again and pray and worship again. And so I'm asking you to enter in. I want to hear some hallelujahs from you, even, even from you online. I want to be able to hear you. And I want to hear some praise the Lord's and glory to God. I, I want us to be shouting. I want us to be the church. I want us to be the church and to rise up and, and be alive in Christ. So here we go. Father, we love you this, this night, Lord. We just, we're so in awe by who you are. And Lord, as we do what you've created us to do and sing your praises and pray to you, we pray that you will heal our land. Father, we pray that we will feel your presence tonight. Lord, fill the, the gaps, fill the holes in our life with you. May we take you and wrap ourselves around you tonight. May we truly trust you with all of our hearts and mind. So Lord, we speak to you tonight and we sing praises to you tonight. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy. The sun. 
tonight. Thank you for being online. Ah, dear God, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and we praise you, and we love you, and we thank you for choosing us. The Bible tells us that you chose us. Please help us to know that we are your children, and you would give your children the very best, the best protection the armor of God. Uh, please help us to know our equipment. Please help us to use the protection that you give us. And please help us to put on that armor of God always. And then we know we have victory with you for any future challenge. Thank you, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit for being on our side. Uh, 
when you, when you all took Jesus as your Savior, you became part of God's army. So you have access to that armor, and God just gives you the best, and uh, we need to put it on day and night. We wear a helmet of salvation. I start from the top and work down. It's easy to remember that way, but you can look in Ephesians 6, 11 through 18, and read it from the Bible that way. But I like it from the top. And so you get the helmet of salvation. Uh, we know Jesus died for our sins so we could have eternal life. We know that. But I pray that we also know that Jesus took all our diseases. He took all our sickness. And he took all our sorrows. And he took all our pain. Uh, and I can laugh like the children's lesson last Sunday. Believe it and receive it. It's in Isaiah 53, 4. And I pray that we wear the breastplate of righteousness. Yep, you do. You do have a breastplate of righteousness over your heart. Yes, the blood of Jesus washes us clean of our sins. God loves you, and he created you, and you are a work of art. Yes. You are unique. There's nobody like you, and he has a plan for your life and a purpose for you, and he smiles at you no matter what. He yes. loves you. You're his kid, and uh, nothing could take that love away, nothing. Uh, I pray that you know you have a belt of truth. Jesus is Lord. Yes. He's got your back. He's got your core. And he holds you up straight and strong, and don't forget it. And uh, we need to know that we have shoes of stability. Uh, those shoes of stability are the gospel of peace and love. And we are to spread that gospel to others. It's our job as one of God's soldiers to love others and let them know the gospel. I pray that we use our shield of faith. That's my big one right now with all this happening in our world today, the society. You need to get your shield up, man. Hallelujah. This is four ways that I think about it. <laughs> one, no germs. <laughs> you think I'm making jokes about it? I am not. It's Psalm 91. Pestilence stalks and plagues destroy. Thousands will fall, but it's not coming near you. Yeah. Not if you put the shield up. No, it's a promise from God. And number two, no dark thoughts. Put your shield up. I'm not kidding you. Because when you wake up in the morning, you want to start thinking about all the stuff that's bugging you and getting you. No, no fear. Yeah. You change every dark thought to a light thought and it's a fight you've got to fight you've got to put your shield up uh, Ephesians six twelve says we are wrestling with principalities of darkness especially in this society today so our shield no germs no dark thoughts and number three it's a weird one but I like it uh, no mean comments don't you let anybody bully you, not even when they're joking around and jest, not even yourself. Don't you put yourself down. 
You get your shield up. Those are fiery darts coming at you, but you can stop them. Uh, you put your shield out front. Uh, no germs, no dark thoughts, yeah. and no, no mean comments or put-downs, not even from yourself. And uh, number four, uh, this is a really big one, no physical injuries. Yes. I'm not making it up. It's a promise from the Bible. God's word is truth. It says you won't even dash your foot on a stone. The angels are holding you up. Psalm 91, read it. Uh, they're lifting you up. Believe it and receive it. Do you have faith? Well, then show it. You have a shield of faith, use it. No germs, no dark thoughts, no mean comments, and no physical injuries. <laughs> and I pray that we use our sharp sword from God, too. Yep, you have a sword. Uh, it's two-edged, and it gets sharper the more you read your Bible, and the more you learn about God's Word. You have to keep it sharp. So read the Bible daily and be the church. Yeah. Uh, memorize scripture and say the truth out loud. Uh, this is how I swing my sword around. Uh, God meets my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Yes. And by his stripes, I'm healed. And this one I stomp around and say over and over, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And God's holding my right hand. He promises that he is, and he's helping me. It's in the Bible. And God loves me, and he'll never forsake me. And you have all those promises, too. And you got to read them. you got to get your sword so sharp. Uh, anyway, I pray that we know about this armor, and I pray that we use the armor. And uh, for me and my armor, I get up every morning, and I sit on the edge of the bed, and I go through it top to bottom. <laughs> Helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, shoes of stability, and that shield and that sword. Uh, anyway... Uh, I do it in the middle of the night, too, if I get up. <laughs> and I pray it when I go to sleep. And I pray it to others. And now I'm praying it right this minute. And may we know in the name of Jesus that we have a great suit of armor. And may we use that suit of armor with non-ceasing prayer. Yes. And we praise you, God. And we thank you, God. And we have hope. Hope. Hope for any future challenges. Amen. Father God, as I stand before you tonight, Lord, I want to bring to your remembrance the days of our beginning, Lord God. The days when you were the Lord of this nation. The days, Lord God, that men look to you for ultimate guidance, for the answers to the things that lay before them.
Father, on April 30th, 1789, our forefathers, our first president was ordained, was inaugurated in this country. And Lord, his first action was to turn to you and say, no people can be bound to acknowledge and adore the invisible hand which conducts the affairs of men more than those of the United States. That holds true today, Lord God. We truly covet, Lord God, your favor. Yes. Father God, men's hearts have turned. Men's hearts have abandoned you, Lord God. Father, but there's a few. There's a few who are strong, Lord God. And today, now, Lord God, you are calling us. You are calling us to stand up, to come. You commanded Solomon, Lord, he built you a temple. And you commanded him. After he praised you, you said to him, when I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or command locusts to devour the land or send a plague among my people, he said, you said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn, Lord God, you said to turn from our evil ways. Then you said that you would hear from heaven and forgive our sins and heal our land. And today, Lord God, we come before you. We're a small group, but our hearts are sincere, Lord God, that we ask that you hear our prayers. And Lord God, tonight we confess before you, we turn from our evil ways. Father, we look to your word for guidance. We look to your ways to be the way that we should go. And Lord, we ask you to forgive our sins and to heal our land. And Lord, we ask this in Jesus' name.
great I am. Who is worthy? None beside thee, God Almighty, the great I am. Somebody just raise your hands and say it. tell you what I'm going to be praying for, and I'm going to work it through and in sections, but I, wasn't, I wa- wanted to also tell you how we're going to believe about the, these prayers, and um, I'm going to be praying for our nation's leaders, and I'm going to go to 1 Timothy, the second chapter, and this is how Paul was instructing Timothy on worship, but he specifically said in verse 1, I urge you then, first of all, that requests and prayers and intercession and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceable and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God, our Savior, who wants all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. And I was so glad when I found this next section at the end of 1 John. Chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. This is the confidence. The confidence that we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. So if you would join me now, I'm going to be praying first of all for the executive branch. So during me in prayer as we lift up our president and our vice president, Lord God, I plead the blood of Jesus down over their mind and will and emotions, Lord God, that they would be healthy in mind and spirit and body, Lord God, that you would protect them and provide provision in, in both body and in mind, Lord God. We ask this also to be a blessing to their spouses and to their families and to their staff and their staff spouses, Lord God, and to um, their protection detail and anybody that serves them in any way, Lord God, that all of their hearts would be guided, guided by you, that their decisions would be rise, and their leadership would be following your godly principles. And for the legislative branch, Lord God, I lift up both state and national leaders, representatives in Congress and representatives in our state legislatures, um, and and especially for senators, that they would be God-honoring in their behavior, that they would be discerning as they go about their workday, and that they would preserve the freedoms that we enjoy here in America. And for the judicial branch, Lord God, we lift up not only judges, Lord God, but the prosecutors and the defenders, and most especially right now, the Supreme Court justices. We would ask that they would be wise, 
wise in judgment, Lord God, and we know that if we need wisdom, all we have to do, Lord God, is ask you, and you will provide it in abundance, Lord God, but we ask that they be vigilant in their service, and we ask for a special blessing over this time when there's going to be a replacement um, due to the recent opening on the Supreme Court, that there would be wisdom in the, in the selection and that there would be a timeliness in that confirmation, Lord God. We would ask for blessings, Lord God, for all those who serve in the local, county, and state and federal governments, all those who serve in the armed forces and the law enforcement, those who are on active duty, those who are retired, and those who may be serving in the reserve of the Army and the Navy and the Air Force and the Marines and the Coast Guard and the National Guard and all EMTs and all firefighters, that you would give them wisdom and strength and discernment, and most especially that they would learn to abide in you, to live in you, to remain in you, to, to lean into you, that they would listen for your voice and not another. Lord God, I ask that you bless them and protect them as they bless and protect us and our cities and our nations. A nation, and that you would strengthen them, Lord God, both physically and spiritually. Lord God, we ask for anybody who might be, for the very first time, seeking to serve in a public office. We ask that they would seek to serve in a way that is honorable and just and moral. Lord God, I would ask for um, prayer for uh, those in our educational system. For any volunteers, any parapros, any secretaries or administrative staff, or bus drivers and janitors and teachers, and their governing boards, that they would direct learning in a godly way, and you would protect all those in leadership, but most especially, Lord God, the students. You would protect them all from harm. Lord God, and as we approach election time, Lord God, both um, the local elections and the state and the, and the national elections, that this process will be secure, that it will be peaceful and orderly. In the name of Jesus, I bind any evil attempts of disruption. I ask for safety in that process, Lord God, and that all attempts and, at deceit and at chaos, that they will all be unsuccessful, that they will be bound up and cast far, far and away. And I pray against any evil strongholds, strongholds or distractions or deceptions, Lord God, that all evil influence would be bound up and that we would have a peaceful process through that time. But most of all, Lord God, anybody serving in those um, polling places um, or anybody who would be seeking elections or those who might be disappointed by not getting the offices that they want, we ask most especially, Lord God, that they would turn their hearts back to you, Abba Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me remind you that you agree in prayer when someone's praying and you say amen or I agree with that or say yes, Lord. I called for repentance tonight. Dear Lord, we come to you before you like Daniel did to repent of the sins of our nation. Yes, Lord. We have sinned in idolatry. Yes. We have sinned and worshipped at the idol of convenience, hmm. where in the past people have offered their children on the altars of Baal. We, as a nation, have offered our unborn children 
on the altars of convenience. It was not convenient for us to have a child at this time. So an abortion was performed. Sometimes the sin was made because we were lied to or out of immature ignorance. God, as a nation, we ask for forgiveness. We ask for forgiveness for paying for the abortions through our tax dollars Hmm. that affected not only our nation, but other nations of the world. We ask for your forgiveness. Forgive us not only for the aborted, but also for all of those who are involved in the act and have been deeply emotionally damaged. We ask for you to heal them. Lord, we have sinned also in idolatry at the idol of our egos. Our egos being we are more important than others. And as a nation, we have sinned this way through racism. Your word teaches us not to think more highly of ourselves than we should. Forgive us, O God, for racism. Whether it was against the Irish, the Jews, Asians, blacks, Polish, Indians, Arabs, or Hispanics, or any other prejudice due to the origin of ethnic background. We acknowledge it as a sin. And God, we ask for your forgiveness. As with any sin, we ask the Holy Spirit to help us not to repeat it. Help us, God, to live up to our American Pledge of Allegiance. We are one nation, not over others, but we are one nation under God. We are under his will. We are under God's wisdom. We are under God's mercy. Amen. Prayfully, Lord, that we don't fall under God's wrath. Yes. And we humbly ask for your forgiveness in Jesus' name.
covenant last week, which plays a great part in our Bible prophecy. Last Tuesday, you witnessed, I witnessed, the signing of the peace treaty that was in Washington at the White House. Um, Israel is God's time clock for the last days. We watch what is happening in Israel, which is it's a sign to us as Christians of the times and where we are. And prior to Christ's return, the peace covenant was signed, but that wasn't all. Um, there was a second document signed, and it was the Abraham Accord. We're going to be hearing more about that. Um, I chose a scripture, Isaiah 62, seven, 6 and 7. I have set watchmen upon your walls, O Jerusalem, who will never hold their peace day or night. You who are his servants, and by your prayers put the Lord in remembrance of his promises, Keep not silent Amen. and give him no rest. We're not giving you rest, Lord, until he establishes Jerusalem and makes it a praise to this earth. Amen. And so my prayer, it's for Israel. And I want you to know, I'm proud of it. I have roots, Amen. Jewish roots. It might be that much of my finger, but it's in me. And I grew up praying for Israel, praying for the peace of Israel. That's what we did at our house. And here I am before you tonight and asking you to agree with me in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you in prayer and in faith, believing that you watch over your word to perform it and that no word of yours returns to you void, but it prospers in that which you sent it. Therefore, Father, we come boldly and confidently into your throne room and present the nation of Israel to you and the Jewish people before you. Father, you say that you will bless those who bless Israel. We bless Israel now, and we do bless this nation and its people in the name of Jesus. In accordance with your word, Lord, we say, O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy and loving kindness, and with him is plenteous redemption. Break forth joyously. Sing together for the Lord has comforted you. He has redeemed Jerusalem. Arise, shine, be radiant with the glory of the Lord. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Your offspring shall be known among the nations and your descendants among the peoples. All who see you, Israel, will recognize and acknowledge that you are the people whom the Lord has blessed. Behold, your salvation comes in the person of the Lord Jesus. Father, we praise you that the children of Israel shall return and seek you from the line of David. 
their king of kings, and they shall come in anxious fear of the Lord and to your goodness in their latter days. Thank you, Father, that the children of Israel will confess Jesus is Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God, come in the flesh. We believe and confess that we will know Christ the Messiah is the guarantee of a better, stronger, more excellent, more advantageous covenant. The body of Christ arises with the Jews and making them so jealous that they seek after the benefits of the good news of the gospel. That Jesus is the way, and we thank you that the Jewish people will not persist in their unbelief and disobedience, but Israel, you will be grafted. You will be grafted in and have, and God, you have the power to graft them in. And Father, you're gracious and merciful, and the children of Israel, as written in your word, shall go out from spiritual exile of sin and evil into the homeland with joy, led forth by the Lord and his word with peace. And this was out of prayers that availeth much, a book that helped me out here. Amen. praying for the youth of our nation. You know, our, our youth are confused nowadays. Good. Yes. I pray for... Okay. Okay. Father, I pray that you open up their spiritual, their spiritual eyes, that they may come to the knowledge of the one of the true living God, Jesus Christ. Pour out your Holy, Holy Spirit on all our youths and give them visions, dreams, and revelations. Give them spiritual knowledge, wisdom, understanding that they may better understand your calling and purpose in their lives and fulfill them. Let your divine angelic protection always be around our youth. Deliver them from strategies, devices, agents, and weapons of the evil one and lead them not into temptation. Guide them by your Holy Spirit inside of them. I pray that they recognize the traps of the enemy and spread out all that the enemy has spread out around them. Help them to flee from sexual immorality, pornography, and malice talk. Raise up our youth to become pastors, evangelists, preachers, teachers, gospel singers, and other positions in their church churches. I break the power of darkness upon the lives of our youth in the name of Jesus Christ and plead the blood of of Christ Jesus head to toe upon them. They have been washed, cleansed, redeemed, and justified, sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set our youth free from the law of sin and death. Our youth prosper in all they do. They excel in their spiritual walk with God, in their education, and become good citizens of our society, promoting and exalting the word of God in all they do recognizing him as their source for everything and opening up their mouths with thanksgiving and praise for all he has done for them. We thank you, Father, for you are great and an awesome God. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, praying also for our, our nation and our president. Uh, 
I know a lot of you guys already covered that. Uh, but we say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray today for our nation. I would ask you to give our president wisdom beyond his own knowledge and the courage to choose what is the right path, no matter how narrow the gate. I pray for all, for all, for all the authority over us that you give them the grace and the strength to stand against temptation, to use the temptation to use power as a weapon, but rather carry it as, as reverently as one carrying a child. Hallelujah. And I pray for the spiritual leaders of this country. Hallelujah. That they would hear your voice and know your heart. I pray that they would continue to follow you and be obedient to you and to your voice, O oh God. I pray that the, that the leaders of this country would lead from their knees before your throne, Lord Jesus. Have mercy on our nation, O oh God. Ah, in Jesus' name I pray. I, uh, the Lord dropped this on my spirit, in my spirit just a moment ago and in Psalms 125. And those who trust in the Lord will be like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. Amen. But abide forever. Amen. Amen. You give life. You are love. You bring light to the darkness. You give hope. You restore.
I wrote in my journal today. I said, well, got to pray in church tonight. Oh, uh, but from the podium, our nation is in such chaos, but we have a God who is in control Amen. and will not stand by without action on the part of his people and on those evildoers bringing strife around the, around the world. And I've told my, all, every one of my sons to 
to pray up, dear family, and examine your relationship with God because he's coming real soon. And I really believe that I'm going to see that. Amen? All right. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for the privilege to be here tonight. And I thank you, God, that you are the one in full authority and in control and that the authorities that exist are established by you. Yes. From the White House to our little villages scattered throughout Gratiot County. I thank you that we have government representatives who believe your truth. Remind them, Lord, to seek your guidance as they make decisions that affect our country and our nation. Send them godly wisdom and good counselors. Give them courage and boldness to govern according to your word. I pray that believers around the world would seek you in humility and that you would bring healing to our nation. Thank you, God, that our nation will emerge from this present darkness and our light to others will then be so bright that the nations will see the glory and love of God and will turn their lives to you. For blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Yes. Your word says that righteousness exalts a nation, but sin condemns any people. I pray that we and our nation seek after and walk in the path of righteousness. I thank you, Lord, for our church family and leaders here at Res Life. Let us love generously and seek to help those in need. Also, Lord, give those in leadership here at Res Life guidance and direction as well and the boldness and courage to lead according to your word. I lift up Pastor Rick and Sister Diane and their family that you would strengthen and encourage them and give them peace and rest as they lead the flock you've called them to lead. I pray that we would be a nation that lives up to the name of the United States of America and that we would be united in love, mind, and thought. And as you prayed, that we would be one in you as you and the Father are one. Thank you, God, that you have provided our every need. We give you so much praise and glory, and we thank you from the depths of our heart and our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Woo! How many of us really believe that prayer is a powerful weapon? Yeah. Really, it's the only weapon we have for what this country is facing. Ephesians 3.10 says that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Ephesians 6.12 says, says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Yesterday I was going, preparing for this, and the Lord put a book on my heart and I opened it, and I was just amazed. Um, some of you have heard of Kenneth Hagin. Um, awesome man. Well, back in 79, he had a vision 41 years ago. He recalls the Lord saying to him, I told you back in 1970 to pray for the leaders of this nation. 
I'm going to hold the Christians of this nation responsible. That's kind of scary. Um, you are the ones who allowed all this to happen in your nation. If you would have prayed, it never would have happened. Then he goes to a, another part of the book, goes to a vision he had, and Jesus told him, you saw three dark objects come up out of the Atlantic and leapfrog their way across this land. If you and the Christians, the church, had done what you should have done, none of those things would have happened in our nation. You would have not have had, here it goes, the riots. You would not have had the political disturbance 50 years ago. Come on. Um, the Lord said, I'm holding you and the church responsible. I thought that was just, that gave me chills. Power is a very powerful weapon. It literally unleashes the warring angels to go to battle on, on our behalf. And, and for what we pray for, it is truly our secret weapon. We, the church, have to send them out to war on behalf of this country. In Mark 9, there was a story about a demon-possessed boy. We have a demon-possessed spirit in this country, and it's been devouring us for 50 years. In Mark 9, 29, Jesus himself said, this kind of possession can only be cast out by um, prayer, and in some versions it says fasting. The spiritual atmosphere in the United States is because the church hasn't shown up united in prayer. Make no mistake, God will decide this election, but it's up to the church to pray and to show up on election day. It's up to us to wage war in the spiritual battle on our knees. Again, we wrestle with those um, flesh and blood and the rulers and authority in the spiritual darkness. We wrestle with those all the time in the heavenly places. We have to stand against the evil. We have to unite in prayer daily, not just when we remember it, but every day. Pray on behalf of this nation, our nation, our nation, one nation under God. We will win this spiritual battle if we all pray and seek him together. Again, in the book it said, we need to wake up and realize who we are in Christ. The gates of hell shall not prevail against this church. Jesus is the head of this church, not Satan. Jesus is bigger than the devil. In fact, he has already defended him or defeated him. He arose victorious over him, and his victory is our victory. Think in line with God's word and realize that no matter what the situation, we can do something about it. Amen, church?
still our God, Father God, and we are your people. Lord, we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. There is no one greater than you, God. You are so wonderful and majestic, Lord. We love you, God. We worship you because you are worthy, Father. We praise you, Father, for who you are, Lord God. Lord, we just come before you tonight, God, united, Lord, in prayer and in belief, Father, for a rise up in our nation, Father, for a change, Father, for the mighty hand of God to sweep through our nation, Lord God. 
Lord, Acts 26, 18 says to open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to the power of God. Then they will receive forgiveness for their sins and be given a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in you. Lord Jesus, we ask for repentance, God. Our country sexualizing our children, Father. Our most prized possessions, Lord, that you created are being abused and trafficked, Lord, each and every single day, Father God. I pray for justice, Lord. Expose the evil, Lord. We call it for what it is. The sexual sin in our country is evil, Lord God. It is the sin that so easily entangles, Lord, and it is so accepted in our culture, God. We call you to open their eyes to their sin, God. Turn them, Lord, from the power of that darkness, Lord. Then they will receive forgiveness for their sins, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, that you're saving these babies each and every week, God. You are saving them. You're capturing them. You're, you're helping them, God. We thank you for that, Lord. Evil shall not prosper. Satan, you are defeated. Lord God, we have that victory, Lord. We want our children saved, God. I want to see your, the glory of God in our nation, Lord. Expose it, Lord. This Expose each and every aspect, Lord, people who are willingly and unknowingly, Lord, supporting this, Father God. Bring it out. All that is done in darkness shall come forth in the light, Lord God. Expose it, Lord, and bring them to their knees, Father. We know that your mercy is great, God, but bring them to justice, Father. Every person, Lord, who is struggling with that sin, Father God, I pray, Lord, they are on their knees and they seek you because you, your Holy Spirit, is stronger than the sin inside of them. That, Lord, Jeremiah 7.23 says to obey you. You will be our God and we will be your people. Do everything as you say and all will be well with our country, Lord. But we sin, God. We call forth repentance, Lord, I want to see the churches full, God. People's eyes have been opened, Lord. They will fill those churches, Lord. They will seek you, God. We will see a move in our nation, Lord, if they turn from the power of darkness. Like you will open their eyes, God. Thank you, Lord, that we're going to see more and more children, Lord, saved. We're going to see the parents who are exploiting their children put away and brought to justice, God. We thank you, Jesus, that we will speak about it and we will be bold about it, God. We will not turn a blind eye to the sin against our children in our nation. Yes. We thank you, Jesus, that you are still our God. I want to pray for our churches. Father God, we do thank you for the churches that are totally sold out to you, that are on fire for you as they should be. Yes, Lord. And Father, we glorify your most holy name and ask that you would start cleansing your churches, Lord. We have set in there and allowed the world to enter into your house mm. and not confront it. We have allowed our your people to be marginalized by society, saying that we have no place in it. And we went away, sadly. But Lord, let your church arise. Yes. Lord, you said judgment begins in the house of the Lord. And we ask that you start cleansing your houses. 
Clear out the sin of the world. Make it your holy place, your place of prayer and worship. Let your people realize they cannot just sit behind four walls and say, everything's all right with my soul. Lord, you expect your people to be your people, to go out into the world and shine their light for you. And Father, ignite your light in each and every one of us. Help us to realize this life is not about us. It's about you and doing your work. And then you will give us the greatest life we will ever have an opportunity to live. But you are first in our life, Lord. Help us to be that way. Clear out your churches. Remove pastors if it has to be, Lord. But bring the cleansing to your churches today. Yes. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.
Hallelujah. Father, I repent, Lord God, for this nation, Lord, whose eyes have been on this election and on this man, Lord God. Father, although you call men to places of uh, high uh, positions, Lord God, you are still God. And Lord, I just, um, Father, just ask for forgiveness, Lord God, for those who just keep a close watch, Lord, on uh, what's happening and, and rooting for a man, Father God. I repent for that, Lord. And I just ask, Father, that their eyes would be open, that they would remember you, Lord. Holy Spirit, that you would just remind them, Lord, the church of who you are, Lord God. And that, Father, you are the one that places the man in that position, Lord Jesus. But you are the one who works through him, Father. And I just thank you, Lord God, for opening eyes and reminding people that you are king and that you are Lord. Father, is a citizen of the United States of America and a child of the kingdom of heaven. And with the authority that I have as a daughter of the Most High God, I declare that you are creator of all things. Our Redeemer, God Most High, the King of kings and the Lord of all lords, our soon and coming King. I decree that corruption is under our feet in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare the people who walk in darkness shall see a great light in the name of Jesus. I decree there is a spiritual turning now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you have heard the prayers of your people, Father. I thank you for drawing us to this place, Lord, in one accord, with one mind, in one spirit, Lord, one God, Father. And I thank you that you are moving mightily, Lord God, through our prayers and repentance, Lord God. I just praise you that you are turning things around, Lord God. I decree that righteousness will prevail in the name of Jesus. I prophesy, Lord God, that you will come to this nation. We will experience a holy visitation. Amen? Yes. Amen. We hunger and thirst for that, Lord. I prophesy, Lord God, that you will touch this generation, Lord. Your heart, Lord God, cries out to the youth of this nation, to him. Come to the Lord. He's all that you wanted. He's all that you will ever want or ever need. Come to the Lord. Taste and see that he is good. Awaken your church, Lord God. Find us fed, steadfast, Lord God, never relenting, never turning, Lord always following after you, Lord. Like Linda spoke earlier, Lord, picking up our sword, Lord God, fighting the good fight of faith, Lord, because we know that the victory is in you and that your promises are true. They are yes and amen, Father God, if 
if, if we will do our part, Lord, then you will heal our land. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Father, I can just taste it now. I can taste it now, Lord. Our faith and our hope and our trust is in you and in you alone. Father, give us wisdom for the days ahead. We need you every step of the way. Let us not take one step without hearing from you, without seeking you, Lord God, without turning our faces to you, Lord. Oh, how we love you. Father, I thank you for this night, Lord. Father, you, <laughs> you have given us such a sweet presence, Lord God. What a joyful night, Lord. It just fills our hearts, Father God, and makes us even more determined and more hungry, Lord, to uh, see you move among us, Lord God. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you for each and every one, Lord. We just praise your holy name. Thank you. Amen. Okay, now for some announcements. We have to turn quickly to that. Um, Matthew 21, 13. Matthew 21, 13 says, And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer. So starting tomorrow, we've got a 40 days of prayer and fasting beginning. And many of you have signed up to um, take a lead position in that. And thank you all for that and for the uh, prayer support that others have signed up for. But We've still got some open spaces, and we need to get them filled. My house shall be called a house of prayer. There's no more pretending, no more being spectators. We have got to put our hands to the plow today and get her done like God has called us to do. So I'm looking that for tomorrow morning, I'm going to look at that schedule, and there isn't going to be one opening, and there's going to be people saying, I missed it. But then you be praying at home every day. Every day. Come on. We got we to gotta see God's hand move in this nation and in our families, for our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, and every generation to come. We got to fight the good fight of faith. And I know you will. So get online. Get on our website and get plugged in. Amen. Amen. Okay. So I didn't read my notes, and I probably got it all said. Okay. If you're a... Uh, a primary on that uh, prayer sign up, then there's a little book back at the info station that you need to pick up tonight if you're a, a primary so that you'll know the topic we're praying for every day. And then there will be extras, but it's first come, first serve for anybody else that, that wants one. So head on back there um, and pick that up. Yeah, the history of mankind is still being written, right? Don't let it be said that you neglected to be a part. I'm talking to you too. Don't let it be said you're hiding behind that camera, but I know you're there. Don't let it be said that you just depended on somebody else to get it done. We saw how that worked, right? It didn't work. Look where we are today. Come on. Put your hand to the plow and get engaged. Get engaged. Let it be written of you that you are a warrior in the time of need. Amen? 
And then on Saturday, we have an awesome opportunity to join with uh, Jonathan Kahn and uh, In the Return, a big uh, global prayer event that is uh, in Washington, D.C. Do you have a graphic to put up for that? Yeah, look at that. Look at that. That's just a picture of the churches that, that united with the prayer event in our nation. It's, but, but no, no, don't get too happy yet. No, no, I need to see it again. That, that big white bubble up there, see that biggest one? That's us. That's us. Come on. That's Resurrection Life Church. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You put me in the right place. Thank you, Lord, for this church. Okay, so um, the return is a call to the church of Jesus Christ to unite together at the very same time, at the very same moment, with the very same heart, mind, and spirit. It is a movement. It's not just a one-day prayer event, okay? It is a movement, and we are going to keep on moving. It's an appointed time and a specific day set apart for one purpose— the return of God by coming into his presence in humility, in sincerity, in prayer and repentance. Second Chronicles seven fourteen is gonna walk right out right here. Amen. Okay, we are gonna be joining uh, sisters and brothers in Christ in real time from coast to coast. Uh, all over the world, and I looked at the map even further, and there are spots all over the world in nations that you would never believe could get on the Internet and join in that, but they are. God has made a way. So all the sisters and brothers in Christ, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, the event will begin via simulcast live um, from Washington, D.C. at 9 a.m. sharp. I'm asking you to be here around 8.30 because... They put us on their website, The Return Did, and it's going all over. So people are looking, where can I go and join in with that? So I've been contacted by people from the Saginaw area that are coming. So come early and get your seat and, and get your instruction before we start about 830. Um, and then it's starting at 9. Be assured that more will be accomplished in this time in the spirit realm than we could ever hope to accomplish in a lifetime. So don't let anything be a hindrance. Nothing be a hindrance. God has called us for such a time as this. And actually, it's a whole day event, and I don't want to scare you, so I'll turn around. It starts at 9 a.m., and it finishes at 9 p.m. And we still won't get it all done here. Yeah, we're going to have, um, Nicole is going to um, prepare some food and snacks for us and water and coffee for throughout the day. And so, yeah, so, but if you want to bring a sack lunch or something, you're welcome to do that. And make sure you share if there's chocolate in it. Um, okay. Gosh, Okay. All right, God is calling us to this movement, and he wants to heal our land. He wants desperately to heal our land. Um, so I'll leave you with this. Matthew 19, 26, in the message translation says, Jesus looked hard at them and said, No chance at all if you think you can pull this off by yourself. 
every chance in the world if you trust God to do it. Amen? Amen. Okay, God bless you all, and thanks for coming, and I'll see you Saturday. I've got your names, and I'll see you on Saturday.